Hey there listeners, it's Willow. Thank you for sticking with us throughout our short little hiatus that we took right after finishing up year three. Uh, now we're coming right back at you with some fresh content. This here is a very special 30 minutes last call and I hope you enjoy. So, you know, enjoy. Do that right now. Hello everybody and welcome to our next 30 minutes last call. Uh, this time we are going to be playing an RPG called The Witch is Dead. You might be familiar with it, you might not be, that's okay. We pretty much are not and that's the fun of it. Uh, my name is Remy, I am the God of Fiverr of Ensorcelled and uh, also the God of Fiverr of this 30 minutes last call. Um, so with us we have Willow Wilson. I'm indeed Willa Wilson, as far as I know. I may also be a cute little animal. You don't know. We have Bry Walton. Uh, I am, believe I am Bry Walton, um, but not for long. Whoever I become also has a cold today. We might have Holland Lane Curtis. I'm sometimes Holland Lane Curtis. Uh, but when I'm not, I am probably a cute little animal for this one shot, whatever that is. Or not cute. It's, I might if not. You're be still cute. gonna be I cute. Might be mean. We'll see. Oh. I can be mean. You can and also not be cute. mean and cute. Sh sh Love you. Shut up. And <laughs> like I said, I'm Remy Colt, but at the same time, I'm starting to question that. And I. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't lean into the existential dread that is filling my bones. And what, now why? let's get started. <laughs> um, Alright, so we are going to be rolling for the characters. I'm going to be making a couple rolls of my own that I will not disclose about the story. Once we have that, we're going to take a quick break while my players discuss these characters that they've rolled. While I flesh out a couple of details I don't yet know. Um, there might be drinking, there might not, because it's only 1pm on a Saturday. But at the same time, we'll see. But at the same time, hey, it's 1 p.m. Hey, on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm so tired. So let's go ahead and get rolling. So, what up? Welcome to 30 Minutes Last Call. We are doing The Witch is Dead, which you might have heard already in the fake intro that we did. Um, but now we kind of know what we're doing this time, except not really at all. Um, but this time, there's alcohol involved. Woohoo! So, uh, right now, we have Willow Wilson. Crowderoy, king of the skies, heir to the air, call, bitches. We have Holland Lane Curtis. Um, that was weird. I'm Apricot. No, fuck, I'm Apricot. Wait, let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was weird. Uh, I'm Apricot, um... My friends can sometimes call me Appy, but only if you're my friends. If you're not, I will kill you. Um, I'm not committing a murder. Don't worry. That's You can't uh, use that in a court of law. I don't even know what a court of law is. I'm gonna start over! Fuck! What animal are you? You know that this is all staying in, right? <laughs> no, no, please! We're actually live streaming you don't even this. You have your booze yet! Stingy Gingy, get it together. <laughs> yeah, let's go, so Stingy Gingy. <laughs> no, this is this is backfired on me so bad. Okay, um, hi, I'm Apricot. Um, I am a fox and also a Scorpio. Um, and yeah, I you know I'm really nice as long as you don't get on my bad side. 
that's pretty much all you need to know about me. And finally, we have Bry Walton. Uh, hi, I'm Tyler. Uh, Tyler Smith. I go to Johnson Community College. I, I was just supposed to help out the witch for a bio credit. Um, I don't think I'm getting it. And also now I'm a Sib- Siberian cat. Um, so I'm just trying to figure that one out. And I'm Remy Culp, the god of fiber of the hour, of every hour. And, um... As per usual, I'm playing everybody else. Rock on. So, it is uh, yet another foggy day in the mystical city of Dun Dun Spur and Dun. And it. Don't give me that look. Dun Dun Spur and Dun Dun. Anyways. You're using a name from an old. an old D&D game that you DM'd? Really? You thought I wouldn't notice? What now? Dun-dun-spurin? Dun-dun-spurin? Dun-dun? Oh, Dunspirin! That's why I came to my brain. Yeah, my brain just said dun dun spurin dun duns and that's what I decided to name this little town. Shout out to, uh, yup. Anyways, moving on. It is a foggy day, indeed. A little chill in the air, you know, overcast, light mist, all that, you know, gloomy weather crap. And here's the thing. The witch is dead, which is really fucking sad. Um, you guys are her familiars, the familiars of Serafina Le Guinevere, who is now dead in the middle of the street. She has a large stab wound in her heart, um, and the knife is missing, and there's coal covering the front of her dress. The uh, the citizens of Dun Dun Spring Dun Dun are, uh, are, are quite superstitious and very nervous folk. Uh, so when they see the witch dead in the center of the street, rather than get involved, they skirt around her body and head off to the mines for another day of work. <sighs> Fucking weirdos. Anyways. Bloody shite! So, uh, the, the sun the sun rises, and as it does, you awaken to, to go find your mistress, see what you, uh, what tasks you're able to assist her with, and instead of finding her within her home, you find her corpse out on the street. Sad. No, 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 this, this, this cannot be happening. This cannot be happening right now. Um, oh my god, is this a prank? Are we being punked? What's happening? Doesn't... Nothing. Nothing. It is not picking up. Okay. My audacity picked it up. They're so impressive, but like I can hear the start of it and then it goes... It's possible the audacity is picking it up, though, so... Yeah, I think it is, but, you know, still, just to be safe, you should... Uh, doesn't magic usually run out when people die? I mean, I know that's not the thing we should be worrying about right now, but like... uh... Tyler, our mistress is bloody dead. Show some respect. Yeah, seriously. Like, wow. All you can think about is your soul? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Tyler just sits so so confused and so scared. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Crowdroy is, uh, just... Standing next to the corpse, just keening. Okay, can you stop making a scene? Like, wh- this is already, like, a very bad day. I'm showing um, the respect. 
apricot. Okay, well, the, least the respect you that you could be sho- um the respect that you could be showing her is figuring out who fucking killed her. Um, come on, guys, chop chop. Like seriously. No, guys, I think she's faking it. I think she's totally she's totally faking it because like think why would I still be a cat? Why would I still be a cat? She has to be faking it. Um. I don't know. Magic is weird. Yeah, like magic is. Of course, her magic would last beyond her own life. Tyler goes up to the body, just starts like poking it, like, "Hey, come on, wake up, wake up." No, seriously, wake up. Disturbing evidence. Tyler, get your bloody paws off of her. You're getting coal on your paws. That's you're making it worse. Why do I have paws? I um, uh, when Tyler starts tracking the coal around, I use my tidying spell just to clean up the paw prints that he leaves behind. I'm not cleaning up the the crime scene, or I'm not cleaning up the, the witch's corpse, but I am cleaning up anything that Tyler tracks around. So I do want to let you know that if you choose to use your spell, that is considered dangerous. You'll have oh, to never roll mind. for it, and you could get a point of danger. Never mind. Then I don't actually care that much. Great, so there are still paw prints. Okay, alright, everybody, let's just... Let's just stop. Um, let's stop, like, tracking call and, like, cawing up so everyone can hear. Obviously, this happened because somebody killed her. This wasn't, like, an accident. And yes, Tyler, those are, like, a bunch of stab wounds. So I don't think she's alive anymore. Love that you're that hopeful and optimistic. Don't know how because you're supposedly a college student or whatever. And I've heard that those are notoriously not very optimistic so like that's a weird you thing anyways the only um, true let's... place of learning is the skies okay all right i i can see that this is gonna be a tough day for all of us um mostly for me but can we just like get on with the like you know it's about me like can we figure out why this is happening now please thanks you're right we i hate to say it but you're right we do need to solve this we need to avenge her death Okay. So if you want to see if there is anything you remember or anything that might come to mind, you guys can roll a, a clever roll, which would be a d10 plus your, your clever stat. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and put the, the task rating at a six. I rolled a five. Okay. Luckily, this is not dangerous, so you do not have to add a point of danger. Tyler rolled a nine. Nice. Nice. Uh, that is an 8 plus 2, that's a 10. Give me the goods. So, uh, both Apricot and Tyler, uh, you guys remember an incident that occurred yesterday. Um, a, a child came up to the witch, just like a little toddling thing, just kind of moseyed on up, and the witch attempted to, uh, give the child some candy. Um, the parents snatched the candy away, threw it on the ground, spit at the witch, and gave her disgusted looks as as they went away. Uh, as I said, this is a very, very superstitious town. Um, they don't trust the witch, even though she primarily practices uh, witchcraft by creating healing potions and, and trying to heal the sick and injured uh, in this uh, town of Dundun Sperindun. So perhaps this incident might have something to do with it. That, and also, you know that there is a witch hunter somewhere nearby. Um, and, you know, because you both rolled so well and clever, uh, I'll go ahead and let you know that perhaps 
the coal all over her dress might have might have something to do with or or be a hint as to where this witch hunter could be located. Well, I have no bloody idea. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Um, so there's coal on her dress, and we just saw the coal miners come by, and they didn't look at, like shocked at all. Um, do we do we think that there, there, there's a connection there? I mean, like I guess. I've never been in the mines. I'm not a bloody canary. I'm a crow and a royal one at that. Caw. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like I. I don't know where that is or what that is, but I. I guess I believe you because you're like the closest thing to human that we have. Kind of. So sure. Definitely a place where there's like a lot of like gross like coal stuff. Closest thing to human. Cool. So there's that, and then the, there was that kid who uh, she, she gave her famous sweets to, and then the parents threw him on the ground. Um, they, they're suspicious. They threw them on the ground. They're suspicious. What? Uh, should we? Uh, I guess which one should we go after first? I could. Uh, I could fly around and uh, get a good view of the coal mines. See where everyone's headed. See if I can see anything anything suspicious from the skies. That seems like a good idea. I could try and sniff out that kid, I guess. Like kids smell like like kids dirt do and have candy. a very specific smell. Yeah. You know, kid smell. Yeah, like dirt and candy. Exactly. Yeah. Also, uh apricot, because you did get that one extra point, um <clears throat> and presuming you've been with the witch for, for a hot second. You do remember uh, something uh, she mentioned out loud while she was uh, doing her studies, that um, <clears throat> should a, a corpse be found that had been murdered, if you find the murderer, kill them and take their eyeballs and put it back with the corpse within a week, it is possible for the corpse to be reanimated. Oh my god, we have to find his eyeballs. Okay. Um like yeah there's like a whole thing it's like a superstitious like whatever um but basically if we find this guy we kill him we take his eyeballs we give them to her um maybe she might come back alive so like definitely within our best interests oh i will definitely do that i have a date on friday i cannot miss that uh, uh, let's let's claw someone's you, eyes yeah you keep saying all these words that sound weird um i think you're just making them up but yeah they're not translating, no. Right. Let's go kill a, a witch hunter. Let's go kill him. Let's kill him really yeah. hard. Okay. I've been kind of bored lately, so... I'm always happy to seek vengeance on the ground dwellers. So I guess uh, Crodoroy is going to check out the skies? Call. Call. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, Crodoroy, you... Yes. Ugh. You uh, go ahead, take to the skies... Um, can you roll me both a quick and a clever roll? Alright, for just the quick, it's a seven for the quick, and for the clever is also a seven. Okay, so you pass both. Uh, you take to the skies, and it really doesn't take you long to get to the mines. Um, you see that uh, as the sun continues to rise over the horizon, though, again, it's overcast, so you can't really see the sun. It just kind of, like, lightens up a little bit. Um, but as that happens, uh, the townspeople are, are heading off to the mines. Their pickaxes thrown over their backs. They're whistling like 
like in Snow White because that's what I know about mines. Yep. And uh, they're, they're this all heading... checks out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they they all are heading uh, into this like cave um, to go to the mines because mines are in caves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't get anything about them looking suspicious or anything. No one with blood mixed in with the coal on their clothing. Uh, not necessarily. No one looks suspicious. It looks like they're all ready for a nice hard day of work. Though, uh, you know, a couple people that you noticed passed by the witch on their way to the cold mines were definitely chatting. You know, looking scandalized. Uh, I'd like to... I mean, anyone who kind of just, like, sees the corpse and passes by without, you know, engaging... I'd kind of just like to harass them with my calling. Okay, uh, so roll me a fierce roll. I will roll to harass. And this one does have a danger point up for grabs if you fail. That's a four. You have a danger point. I have Um, a danger point. So, uh, you kind of swoop down to to harass them a little bit, um, Ah, but instead ah. of you freaking them out, they kind of, like, swat you away and, like, smack you a little bit. Rude. um, And and just kind of, like, throws you off your flying course. Rude. Who do you think you're swatting at? You commoner. They just hear a bunch of cawing. Bloody hell. Okay, sick. Uh, so while Crotoroy is uh, investigating the mines. What are you two doing, you little four-feet freaks? Okay, I think Tyler wants to find this kid and their parents, so I think he's sticking with Apricot to suss them out, and then he's going to try to sneak into their house because he's real sneaky as a cat. Uh, cool. Yeah, can I use my, like, cool foxiness to, um, <laughs> to sniff out this kid or potentially where I could find them? Yeah, you can roll a clever, uh, a clever roll, and if you succeed, then you can roll a sly roll to see if you are sneaky enough. Uh, that is a six for clever. Um, uh, yeah, so that meets. Sly? Yeah, go ahead, roll sly. Can I also roll sly, because I also wanted to trail him and... Yeah, go for it. Much better. Uh, that is a nine. That's a thirteen! I, I got max... Ow. Yeah, apparently these stats uh, have wow. no faith in cats being clever, but they really think they're sly. That tracks. So, uh, having succeeded on the clever roll, um, Apricot, it's really hard to say it that way because I say apricot, but Apricot, you, uh, you are able to remember this child, uh, where the child was dragged off to after the candy was removed from, uh, from their hand. Um, and actually it's just a couple houses down the way. Y'all start to make your way there and find, in fact, that one of the windows to this house is open and you're able to jump through the window and, uh, stealthily move throughout the house. Uh, great. Uh, I will say that because, she would never say it out loud, but because she knows that, um, Tyler as a cat is a bit more suited to sneaking than she is, um, she would, like, let him go first, but she would not say, like, you can take the lead. Oh, no, I I think Tyler already is like, you're the boss. Okay, then, then go. Okay, 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 we gotta find eyes, eyeballs, um... 
So Tyler is going to sneak around the place, uh, knowing a lot of human stuff. I feel like he can't he can't read and he can't understand them anymore, but he can kind of pick up on cues. So he wants to investigate the place, whatever skill you would think that would be. Yeah, and I think that um, Apricot's just like keeping watch. Yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna be a clever roll. As a three. Yeah, uh, you move about, and you, you don't really get much other than, this is a place people live in. Little baby lives here, so do parents. I feel like a book was left open, and Tyler didn't realize he can't read anymore. So he's just looking at it, meowing at the book, going, why can't I read you? It's the ugly duckling, <laughs> and it's like, duck go quack. Swan go quack. Like, what? it's just simple words and you have no idea what it says. He's pause on the book. What do you say? Okay. Okay. You know what? It was a mistake to let you do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I think it's my turn and you should just listen to me from now on. Okay. Um, can I try something slightly different? Or uh, roll for the same? Well, what do you want to try? I'm looking for any evidence of... A hatred towards the witch or something incriminating maybe just like some, some i'm going for a vibe check okay like this was already like a weird like interaction that the witch just had so just seeing if there's anything that ties in yeah let's go for another clever roll Ooh, um that is a four so <laughs> while tyler smacks this children's book that he can't read you start moving about um, and find that you don't actually know anything about typical humans. You only kind of know about Serafina. And everything you see is just kind of fucking weird. They don't have a cauldron. Um, their books don't move by themselves. And they have this weird thing in the middle of their, of their like, one of the rooms. And I guess they're, like, I don't know. It has, like stuff on it um maybe they like do they sit on it do they use it for like exercise i don't know it's a couch great so you don't know what a couch is you can't read a children's book <laughs> um obviously the people that live here are fucking weirdos uh we didn't need to know that um that being said i did not find anything new since you both had a good sly uh, I will say there is a second story to the house, and it doesn't appear that there's anyone on this first story. Do you want to move upwards? Y yeah, yeah. Uh, l there, there's an upstairs. Um, hey, can you read this book? Uh, obviously. Okay, okay. So there's hope. She's totally lying. <laughs> uh, let's go upstairs, and then you can tell me what the book said. Um, okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, I think she leads. Cool. Fantastic. So you you uh, go ahead, you creep upstairs. Luckily, there are no creaky steps or, or anything telling. So you're able to uh, move upstairs totally normally um, without being uh, sussed out. Uh, there seems to be three doors. One or two of them are, are open. Peeking in one, uh, you see it's an empty bedroom. Uh, one door is closed in the middle, and then the other door is also open, but it is not empty. There's, like, somebody in there? Uh, it looks like there are three people in there. 
can I sneak in? Oh wait, I can't understand what they're saying, can I? No, you don't. You can't speak human. Fuck. Or understand human. Is are they like looking at something? Can we tell that they're talking, or is there? Ah, uh, so yeah, you, you can see that there are two big humans looking down at something kind of familiar, kind of what something one of the that the witch had, um, where she used to like lie down for a bunch of hours and like sleep on it and on that thing is uh, a small human it's the child uh, and the child is lying there eyes closed skin pale super weird um okay so Tyler I have an idea um so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna cause a distraction for you so you can go into this room and get some more information. Uh which, which room? Are the open one with the with the people in it or this closed one? With the people in it. Okay. But like you'll I'm gonna give you a signal. You like go and s- sneak and like hide so you're you're in that other room that's open so you can like see from your vision uh when they leave. Uh because they will leave. And I'm gonna go downstairs and cause a distraction. Okay. 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 Um uh, and then once they're downstairs, I can use my the the spell the witch told, taught me, and I can try to get into this other room here. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's an idea. Um, I definitely meant like going into the one with like the little the little baby human and like figuring stuff out. But like, there that is also an idea. So like, um, you should have time for both. Okay, uh, I'll I'll try to sneak in now. I, I well, before you give yourself away, let me see if I can sneak in myself because I. I, I think this body is a, is very quiet somehow. Maybe it's all the floof. Um, l- l- it's probably all the floof, yeah. L- let me try to sneak in real quick. Um, okay. And uh, Tyler is going to try to sneak into the room. So are you trying to sneak in before the distraction? Or distraction first and then sneaking in? I would say before the distraction. Okay. Because they're so, already distracted with the kid. That's true. So... Go ahead and roll me another sly. That's an 11, baby! Okay. You managed to sneak into the kids' room uh, without being uh, noticed by any of the humans. Um, There is a a bookshelf, and it has a couple of stuffed animals on it um, with a little bit of a gap. Perhaps that might be a nice observing spot. Uh, Tyler doesn't remember a lot, but remembers one thing from human from being a human, and just starts batting one paw back and forth, sitting, and just watching. So Tyler's pretending to be a lucky cat. Apricot? Are you just sitting um, there, or what are you doing? No, I'm gonna go downstairs and set something on fire. Okay. <laughs> so you go downstairs, and you wanna use... <laughs> You want to use your make flame spell. Yeah. So that way I can, like, observe these humans and figure out how they react to it. um, And also distract them. So so Tyler can get stuff done. Okay, roll me a d10. And keep in mind that if you fail, it adds a danger point. Oh, I'm not afraid of danger. Um, Do I get to add anything to this? No, this one's just a d10. Cool, cool, cool. It's going to be fine. We got this. That is an eight. Okay, you pass. You make flame. What do you make flame on? Um, probably that thing that I don't really know what it's for. Um, like the exercise or like sitting or something. Gotcha, the couch. So I, I also Yeah, just the wanna... big like thing in the room. 
I, I imagine now with the way that this is worded, it just says make flame. And it reminds me of something else. So I feel like the way that an animal would make flame with this spell would be if you kind of from their mouth or something. No, no, no. Uh, from the asshole. Oh. Uh, and you like squat. No, no. Yeah, that's what I picture. Actually, no. Full stop. We're not doing that. Oh come on! It's not happening. Shit no. fire! I mean, that's an abuse. What are you of power. afraid of, you coward? No, we're not doing that. You know that's gonna give fire? some people some icks, girl. I want to breathe fire from my mouth like a normal person. No, okay? not from the okay, mouth. Guys, You're not a let's, dragon. Let's, let's go. Let's meet midway here. What if the fur turns into fire for a split second? Or okay, like, I direct, like, this. like really in the middle, in the middle, and it comes from the belly button. Or, or she's just like burst into flame for a second. All of her. And I like that. How about like her that. tail burst into flame? Ooh. Ooh, I like that's it. A, that's okay, I like that. She's like a vulpix. Good compromise right there. Because it's still close to shitting fire, but not quite shitting fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fire fox. I mean, once you have a fox character that can create flame, you can have a shitting fire fox, okay? But that's Can't not my character. Can't wait for the character. next session you DM. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fox that shits fire. <laughs> fire. Uh, so anyway, I set the couch on fire. You set the fucking couch on fire, and while that's happening, <clears throat> Tyler, you are sitting on the shelf pretending to be a lucky cat. The these adult humans are looking down at this tiny this tiny human who is just lying there, pretty still. Um, you see one of the humans reach down and like press part of her hairless arm onto onto the baby uh and and kind of have concerned looks with the other the other human um but it isn't too long before smoke comes wafting up the stairs and they become even more concerned and run down the stairs leaving their baby child in the bed okay tyler is going to go up to the kid who looks unconscious and kind of try to figure out what's going on here okay uh roll me a clever that is a six Okay, uh, so the kid looks sick. It's not dead. It's alive, but it is asleep, and it looks sick. You know, kind of sweaty but pale, uh, flushed cheeks, just kind of, like, lying there. It didn't look like this yesterday. Tyler probably would have some memory of, like, the witch never made anyone sick, right? No, I mean, to your knowledge, all she wanted to do was make healing potions and help the people of this village. Okay, then Tyler. Tyler's going to try to use his cat mouth to pull up the covers and tuck in the kid. I guess he really doesn't have anything else that he can, like... It's good to know that the kid's sick. I mean, it's a problem, but that's, like... It's probably not the parents. Um, when you tuck in this baby child... Uh, it, like, slowly opens some of its eyes and reaches out a chubby hand and, like, pats you on the head just a little too hard, um, and then closes its eyes again. Tyler purrs and then gets really confused. What the (laughs) hell was that? Uh, and he, he jumps off the bed and goes over to the door that was closed, and I'm gonna try to use my unseen hand and open the door. But if we want to cut from here, I know that we haven't heard from, uh, Crotoroy in a while. Uh, so, Crotoroy, uh, we left you recently just got (laughs) smacked by some miners, um, and not the children kind, like the profession kind. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, that kind of shooed you away. You now have one point of danger. But uh, now, now that you kind of know where the mines are going, uh, what's your what's your move? Well, um, let me think. I mean, trying to find out where the coal might have come from. I was investigating to see if anyone was suspicious. Do I want to try going into the mine? I really don't want to. Crowderoy isn't comfortable in confined spaces. You know, as he is, you know, king of the skies, heir to the air. Um, but, but Serafina is dead. And I've got to find out what's going on, so... I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, or do I want to rejoin my party? I don't actually really care about them so much, so I think I am gonna just try to get a better view into the mines. Um, I've, I've harassed the miners to the best of my ability, which was not great, um, but I'd like to just, you know, hang out near the entrance and maybe, maybe see what's going on. Okay, absolutely. So, you, uh, continue flying ahead following this trail of miners into the mine. Um, there are a couple trees around the outside of the cave that they all seem to be going into. You land on one of them. Uh, roll me a clever to see exactly how well you interpret what's going on. Alright, that's a five. That is a fail. Um, that was not dangerous though, so you do not have to take a danger point. Um, however, all that you pretty much see is that minor humans go into hole they're not coming out, at least not yet. Interesting. Is it some sort of a ritual? There is dark business going on down there. Uh, I've heard of canaries that go in and never come out. This is not a safe place for my kind. Not for creatures of the air, of the skies. I think, I, think I, I mean, I failed my role. I don't think there's anything else I can get over here. Yeah, I mean... That's that's pretty much all you get looking looking at the mines, or at least the entrance to the mines. I'm gonna go in a little further, just try to, you know, like I'm a regular bird just hunting for worms in the in the dirt in the upturned soil. Uh, are you trying to be sneaky about this at all? I'm trying to be nonchalant. Uh, okay. Roll for nonchalance. <laughs> roll, uh, roll me a sly. Okay, then that's a four. <laughs> okay, you are not subtle as you try to fly into the mine. <laughs> a couple miners turn around uh, and uh, kind of like cover the door and try and shoo you away to prevent you from coming in. You if you want to try and force your way past them, you can roll either a fierce or a quick. Yeah, I'm not backing down. I am I am Crowderoy, king of the skies, heir to the air. Oh, and that's a 10. Okay, on quick or fierce? Either one. They're the same it's the same stat. Okay. Uh so I'm going to go for fierce cuz I'm I'm a fierce king. Okay, so you take your beak and your talons and claw your way past them. They duck, uh, and you end up in this kind of entrance to the mine. It's a round room, and there seems to be a couple of different things in there. Now, there is a ladder that drops through a hole uh, to the left. There is a door uh, through, it looks like kind of like an incline. And then to the right, there is a mine cart. 
that goes into a passageway. Okay. And it looks like the miners are kind of like spreading out, each going to different ways further into the mines. It looks like they kind of have a designated place to go and they're each going the way they're supposed to. Um, I think I'd like to check out the minecart because I don't want to go down a ladder. Certainly not. I already forgot what the middle option was and the minecart seems cool. So the minecart is on a track and there's a little lever to the side. Uh, the minecart is big enough for you know, two miners or like one really stocky miner uh, to go into, and it seems like people are, are taking turns. Um, you watch as uh, two miners climb inside and they pull the lever, and the, the mine cart kind of launches forward uh, into this like hole in the wall on this track, and it appears to go straight before uh, they fade from view in the dark. Hmm. There's also not much space in this hole. If it were a taller miner, they would have to bend over to make sure they didn't hit their head. So it's not that big. It's a pretty compact space. I really don't want to go in there. I don't know if I should just go out and rejoin my friends. <laughs> friends. My co-workers. I don't know what else I can... What other information I can get from here. Just a crow in the coal mine. Ugh. Where's the coal? Uh, good question. There's coal in the mines that are being mined. There's a pile of coal to the side that looks just like some coal storage. Um, and then of course there's coal loaded up in a wagon outside that's taken back to the town. Okay. I don't know, any similarities between how um, Serafina's, uh, how, how the coal, mar the coal mess on Serafina and the way that the miners are covered in coal. Any any similar messes? I don't know. I don't yeah, know what am I so, trying to describe. Uh, it looks like uh, the miners that are holding tools, there's some coal on their hands that probably rubbed off from their tools. There's a bit of coal stains on their clothes. There's coal like on the sides of the walls and on the ladder, on, on the door handle, you know, traces of coal everywhere. So definitely something where if you were in the mine, you probably have gotten coal on your body. And if you touch something else, coal is going to be transferred. Um, so basically everybody really needs a bath. And was Serafina similarly covered in coal in all areas like that? Or was it anything more specific? Uh, it was more down the front of her dress, like someone pushed her or ran into her or something. Okay, okay. So she likely wasn't deep in the mines. She was probably more likely interacting with someone who was who had been in the mines. Yeah, there there wasn't coal on her hands, and if she had been in the mines, there likely would have been. Okay, then I'm taking Nantazakia to get the feck out of here. Awesome. So you go back ahead. to the skies. You fly out of the mine and on your way, and then let's get back to our quad pedals um, at the child's house. Oh, it's the kid's house? That makes so much more sense. So Tyler's going to use his unseen hand to open the door that is closed. Open the closed door. Okay, uh, so this is something that could get you a danger point if you fail. Go ahead, roll me just a plain d10. Okay. 
Yes, that's a 10. Okay, sweet. Uh, So you are able to conjure an unseen hand and you kind of guide it towards the door to open it up. Uh, You successfully open the door and find... um, Roll me a clever. Uh, One. What a weird room. Nothing comes to mind from your human times, but there's like a really long bucket in the back and then like a smaller bucket next to it and then a taller bucket next to it and like a bunch of different ways water can get into the buckets and it's just like a weird water bucket room i guess all right i know tyler doesn't know this but this is the bathroom isn't it (laughs) yeah it is it's the bathroom tyler goes and looks in the toilet bowl and is just sort of like what is this and starts batting at the water a little yeah you definitely you you play in the water your paws get a little wet uh it splashes a little bit gross well nothing in here all right uh better go check on apricot and he's gonna sneak back downstairs meanwhile apricot you set your tail on fire and set the weird thing that happens to be a couch on fire, and two adults come running downstairs. I mean, obviously, I would hide so they don't see me. Okay, roll me, uh, roll me a quick. It would not be sly? No, you're gonna roll a quick and then a sly to see how fast you can hide. Oh, okay, that is an eight Okay. for the quick. And then for the sly... Man, this I need to I need to keep this dice. That is a ten. Okay, you manage to uh, quickly dart out of the way and into a, a cabinet in which the humans would not be looking towards because their couch is on fire. Um, and you see them kind of like go rigid and start shouting in the weird human language that they use pointing, gesturing. Um, You see one of the humans kind of like frantically run to uh, another area in the back of the the house and and grab a bucket filled with water and kind of throw it towards the couch um, while the other human kind of is smacking the flames, trying to get it to go out. So weird. Is there any way that I could sneak upstairs or would it be better to just... No, I think I'm going to sneak upstairs. Okay. Uh, yeah, with the slide that you just rolled, you can go ahead and slip past them uh, and, and skiddly-do on up the stairs. I don't know what I just said. Uh, no, I think skiddly-do is apt. Cool. And as you do, you uh, you run into Tyler. So, what did you find? Uh, so, there's like this room with a bunch of bowls and they all have water in them. I... Right, the water bowl room. Yes, That's water... nothing new. Um, that was about it. Oh, and the kid's sick. That that's it? That's all you the got. The kid is really sick. Okay. Um, you can check. Do you want to check out the... I'll show you the water bowl room. It's kind of cool. No, I mean, I'm good. I, I mean, like, that's not, like, super helpful. And I did set something on fire uh, to, like, give you some time to do stuff. So, like, I'm I'm not, like, mad. I am disappointed, though. That's fair. Um, I'm sure that's not the first time that you've heard that. No. But um, maybe keep that in mind from now okay, on. Okay. Um, I can do that. Uh, cool. Uh... So we should go? Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So kid is sick. Uh, wasn't sick yesterday? No, he was not. I know that. I know he wasn't sick yesterday. Or she. Yeah. Is it a okay. he or she? Did we know? If we don't know. Kid. We don't know what gender yeah. is. Uh, I know they weren't sick yesterday. Finally. <laughs> I don't know what gender is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I'm have free. absolutely no idea what gender <laughs> any human is. Cool. 
it's none of my business anyway so yeah i guess we could like leave uh, we probably can't go out the way that we came because you know like i said i did set something on fire in that room uh yeah so we should um uh that we could go back out the window yeah yeah we could do okay. that i guess let's do that uh let's go find Crotoroy. I, I haven't seen them in a bit i guess kind of a buzzkill if you know what i mean N or like a buzzard kill you know <laughs> it's a little bird joke okay <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. So, you leave the house with a burning couch and a sick child and scrambling humans. You basically Not just went and... It's 100% your fault, and no one can say it's not your fault, because it Maybe was Maybe don't your... kill my witch, then. I'm just saying. Like, I'm a Scorpio, okay? <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Uh, also, I just want to let you know that this is exactly how I think Eloise behaves. Oh, Eloise? Yes. Eloise, um, actually, Apricot is directly based on, El on Eloise. I so. could tell. This is why I ask you to warn people about Eloise. No. <laughs> Fantabulous. Sick nasty. Uh, remarkable rad reptatious. I don't even know if that's a word. Or what it would mean if it was a word. I don't think it is. So, uh, is that Eloise's ass? There it is. Yeah, why'd you, why'd you bring her into the frame butt first? Yeah, I was ass up. It's what she asked for. <laughs> Face down, ass up. We love a consenting queen. Um, <laughs> to be clear, um, for our listeners, Eloise is a stuffed animal. <laughs> She is a stuffed we, fox. We probably should. With the yeah. absolute most hideous face I've ever seen in my life. She's precious. perfect. Shut up. She's perfect so she's and a, I love her. She's a stuffed fox that Remy got me for Christmas, Um, but technically she kind of has the body of a seal. Correct. <laughs> she, she's just, listen, she's not what the picture showed. She's not as big as what the picture showed, and she's just a little bit fucked up. And she's We're all perfect. a little fucked up, man. <laughs> Shout out to Eloise, you know, a, a great metaphor for the human condition. Just a little bit fucked up. Um, if you want to see a picture of Eloise after this, you're gonna have to check out our Discord. Shameless oh, plug. Shit. We have one we'll talk now, about and that it later. will be up and running by the time that this is posted. Yes, it will. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Anyways, Anyways back to shenanigans. Back to fucking shenanigans. So, you guys, look, you guys caused this chaos for pretty much no reason. Now you're leaving, uh, and you're gonna go back to where you left the witch's body, I'm assuming, to hopefully meet back up with Crotoroy. Yeah. That sounds right. Cool. Fantastic. So you guys magically make it back to the witch's corpse at the same time, and surprise, surprise, the body is still there because nobody wants to touch the witch. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, on one hand, on one wing, they've left their body in peace. On the other hand, they just keep walking by without giving her any respect. Not even noticing her. I mean, at least she has her hot witch outfit on. You know, like, she if she, if she had to die... Outfit. Yeah. Yeah, if she had to die, at least it's in her, like, good clothes. She always liked her hot witch outfit. Oh yeah, she is goaded with the sauce, not just a quirked up that, white boy, busting it no. down dead sexual style. 
Wow, there are so many things that are wrong with that, and also <laughs> all all of the ways that you've said that are incorrect <laughs> terminology. Um, with a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> congratulations for doing I have no idea meme. what the hell you said. So you know how memes? There's not really a wrong way to do them. You did a, you did memes the wrong way. You you memed wrong. You uh, done memed up. Yeah, I sure hope it does. It's getting worse. God. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, so, like, um, we found some really important information. There is that, like, kid, um, and he was, or they were, they were sick or whatever, um, and they weren't sick yesterday, which is weird. Um, I also set something on fire, uh, so we should probably, maybe not go back to that house, but. I also made some discoveries, um, you see. Did you set anything on fire? I did not. Oh, uh, well, that's just me then. But okay. I discovered that in the coal mines... There is coal, and people who go in there become covered in coal. Right, mm -hmm. that is yeah. enlightening. Yeah. Um, I never would have put that together. It's a good thing we have me, then. Yeah. Great, so we know that somebody who killed her has been in the mines before at least once. That really narrows it down. Yeah. I just would like to point out, between the three of these characters, and me personally, there's a lot of stupid going on. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, between these three characters, um, it's the last three brain cells that you have, which is also correct. You think I have three <laughs> brain cells? That's very sweet. Three You're whole welcome. brain cells? I have like you know, three I, I was trying to round up. Cell. I was trying to round up for you. Um, round up nice. from point one? <laughs> Round up to three, obviously. Yeah. Don't you guys always round up by threes? Yeah. That, that I know you can't out, yeah. do math, but Jesus Christ. I can do math, easily. I round up we by threes. We don't have a lot of brain cells. Give us a break. <laughs> Who has the brain cell today? Because it's not me. I think it's Eloise. <laughs> it's Eloise. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, well, um... It's my turn next. Alright, roll for the brain cell. You're gonna have to pry that brain cell from her cold, dead hands. She's never oh. giving it back. You know what? She deserves it. You know, Eloise deserves a lot of things. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> sick nasty, you guys are back together. We now know that the child is sick, the couch is on fire, the mines have coal. What? The, what's the next move, you guys? What are you gonna do now? And the green grass grows all around, all around, and the green grass grows all around. What? It sounded like, next move, where are people getting their miners? Like, where? Nope, let me start that up. <laughs> let me start that over. That was... You, ha you have to cut that out. I... Please cut that out. I, I really didn't mean <laughs> Get it like that. Target. <laughs> Please stop. Um, so, like, how do we know if a person is uh, someone who mines in the mine? Like, how, do they have, like, the fancy clothes that they wear that, that get covered in soot and coal and stuff? I'd say that the, the main marker that they work in the mines is that they are covered in coal. Okay. So we just have to narrow that down. Um, so we need to find someone who is covered in coal, has mm -hmm. a uh, sharp implement that could have been used right. to kill our mistress. Right. And motive. Also, just a thought. So it doesn't seem like there's really... Well, I know normally you don't touch the body because you don't want to affect the evidence, but nobody seems to care that she's dead. So we should definitely check her see if there's anything we any information we can get from her i think i should be the one to do it because i don't have feet 
I don't have like paws that'll like wipe up evidence. I'm very you see I have hollow bones, so I'm I'm very light. I'll disturb the body less if I jump around and investigate. I have no idea how to use this body, so I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I have no idea what you said, and I can't tell if that's because you're Scottish or if it's because it's words that I don't understand. What's Scottish? What? Huh? Hmm? <laughs> I jump around on the body. <laughs> I investigate the body. <laughs> Alright, so just from an outsider's perspective, there is a dead person in the middle of the street. Yes, there is. Surrounding the person is a cat, a fox, and a crow making animal noise at each other, and all of a sudden, the crow hops on top of the body and starts hopping up and down on the corpse. Yes. Okay, roll me a clever. Okay. Oh! Uh, yeah, with clever, that's a 12. That's a maxed out roll. I rolled a 10 plus 2. Okay, so during this very strange autopsy you're performing, mm-hmm. uh, you notice that the wound to the heart, the shape is more knife-like than pick-like. Mm-hmm. You notice that the coal on the front of the body seems to make it look like there was a struggle between Serafina and a coal-covered, knife-wielding murderer. Mm -hmm. You notice that, based on the placements of coal that kind of look like handprints on the arms, perhaps this person was a bit short. Ooh. And you notice that this couldn't have gone on for too long, suggesting that maybe Serafina was surprised, because it looks like she was pushed down and stabbed, and the flowers kind of fell off of her head, but didn't go too far. And there's not like a bunch of footprints around. So that's what you gather from jumping up and down on the body. Interesting. I relay that to my co-workers. The wound around her heart, the fatal wound, uh, was likely from a knife, not a pick. So I think the knife is a knife is like one of those those sharp things that's just like a line where it's like sharp on one side, whereas a pick, I think, is the thing that the, I saw with the miners. But anyway, so different human implements. Uh, but it was just the, the like the one, the one line kind of a sharp thing, you know, the knife kind. There was certainly a struggle between our mistress and the, her assailant, who seems to have been likely shorter, shorter than Serafina. And it was likely a surprise attack because the struggle didn't seem to last long. She was knocked over rather quickly. And uh, the flowers from her hair didn't travel long. So she was close to the ground when when they fell out, I think. So it was probably that kid. And they got sick after murdering because murdering is probably bad. That does check out. That makes sense to me. I think you cracked the code. So let's go take that kid's eyes. Can I, um, like, how short are we talking? Is this kid short, or is this, like, shorter adult short? This is, like, shorter adult short. Not toddler short. Uh, no, I mean, that. I even, like, she was knocked down, but I think she was stabbed. Like, I, I think a child of that, or a, a small human of 
a child size would not have been able to reach her heart. I have a question. We know that there is a witch hunter in the village, right? You are aware there is a witch hunter in the local area. You're not quite sure where uh, his offices might be located, but he doth exist. Okay. We need to find the short knife guy with coal. Why am I Russian? Somebody explain. Explain. Okay, so like, we just have to figure out somebody that would want to carry a knife in this village. And I think then we've cracked it. Uh, 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 baker. <laughs> or a butcher. Butcher. Or, I guess, candlestick I maker. All good, all good options. Um, so also like, we know there's a witch hunter. We just need to figure out who they're like posing as, or if they're j- just like obviously a witch hunter. And we're should we just I just haven't... do a quick like circle around, uh, like you know, just take to the skies and see if I can locate a witch hunter? Yeah. See if any short people have knives. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna do a quick fly around the village. See if any short people have knives. Quick. Um. Also, just as a as a short person in real life, um. Usually we do have knives. Also, quick question. Is this like a small town or like a rather large sized town? It's a pretty small, intimate village. Intimate? I don't know. It's a pretty small village. Everyone who works here mines. Their only export is the coal that they mine or anything else that they find in the mine. It's it's a local community, like a small, tight-knit community. Are there more than 27 people? Yes. Okay. Why? What? My theory was maybe everybody in town stabbed her once. Oh, like you did a you did a Caesar. You pulled it. They pulled a Caesar. Yeah. Well, because I was like nobody's nobody's checking on her, so maybe they all know she's dead. At two toddler. I mean, it still could be that. It still could be like twenty eight people, like went around and stabbed. Twenty eight miners. <gasps> all the miners did it. You you really picked the wrong like thing for an audio podcast. <laughs> Fucking kids. You know what I mean? Also, Holland, you're short. Where's your knife? Yeah, short stack. I ran out. Okay. So I have this right now. I'm just saying, I am am average height. I'm exceedingly average, and I had a knife. That's not true. Within reach. I'm quite tall, and I have well over, like, a dozen Let's not do this again. Yeah, but do you have them within reach of you right now without getting up? Stop. I do have one within reach of me. Okay, well, well, then where's your fucking knife, Remy? Well, I don't want to expose where I hide my knife. Fair. So, like, we need to find short people with knives. No, let me start that over. Um, so we get, we need to find somebody with knives that is um, under the average height, I guess, for humans. For adult humans. Okay, but, like, how do you tell the difference? I have no idea. Okay. Maybe we go to a place that, like, you know those places where they, like, come stumbling out of them? And, and they're, like, really embarrassing. Oh, the stumble huts. The stumble, yeah, I guess that's what they're called. We could go to one of those, because that's definitely usually adults, probably, right? It, I think so. In my experience monitoring the village from the skies, um, I'd say the stumble huts would be a good place to start. I mean, unless it's just, like, the mines. Do they have knives in the mines? Uh, they have picks. I didn't see, I don't think I saw any knives. 
Do the miners have like a the miners or something? The miners all live in their mine homes, HQ uh, outside the mine. This town is pretty much comprised of adult humans that work in the mines. Um, and that live in their homes with their families or people who work in small businesses to support the miners. There is one stumble hut that's kind of the nightlife of the town. There's like a general store, um, but there's not like a huge variety of things. There's like a place to like get miners clothes, a place to get miners tools, um, but there's not like five different clothing stores and six pubs, etc. It's a It's a small town. Okay, cool. I guess I guess we could do that, and then we could see if we could find some more, more information. I guess because it's it's pretty much just anyone who has like coal on them, um, who's not like super super tall. And I feel like if I was a witch hunter, I would probably go to Stumble Hut, too, because that feels like a place you would gather information. Um, like just totally uh, hypothetically, like if we were um, playing some sort of like game or something. Um, I totally don't know what a game is, but like if we were playing something that was called a game and the first place you go is to like a stumble hut or like, let's say, let's call it a tavern or something crazy. Um, I feel like you would get a lot of information there. So. I feel like the stumble hut is definitely the best plan. Um, I feel like, let's go. Grand, so you all, uh, head on over to the stumble hut. Uh, and do y'all go inside? A loiter near the window? Uh, I think Tyler will sneak inside. Okay. Uh, roll me- anyone who wants to be stealthy right now, roll me a sly. It's an 11. That's a hard four. Call. People definitely see a crow sitting outside of the stumble hut, and they're just like, creepy bird. That's a solid five. They also see a fox outside the stumble hut. Um, however, they see these two animals and they don't quite notice a cat slipping in through the doorway between patrons. So, uh, inside the stumble hut, it is, it's still pretty early in the morning, so it's not super populated. There's, you know, a patron or two passed out at the bar. There's one human, uh, kind of polishing, uh, the wooden surface. There are a couple of people uh, eating a breakfast at a table, uh, and it seems that uh, one person is stumbling from uh, from the stairs leading upwards and, and heading out. Um, can I, I? It's really it's really hard that I can't listen in on people. I'm gonna go behind the bar and see if I can see any knives or some sorts. Okay. Uh, using that sly still, you, you slip behind the bar, um, and it seems like the human that's over here doesn't quite notice you. Too busy, uh, washing some glasses. Uh, there doesn't appear to be a knife behind the bar. There's a lot of different bottles, a lot of different glasses, mugs, tankards, and whatnot, uh, some rags. Uh, there is one jug of, like, water that's on the other side, presumably for the human that's working. And there's a lot of, uh, of coins as well. Okay, so can I 
I guess, yeah, since I don't see a knife there, can I go back around and can I just... Does anybody here look like they are a miner? Actually, rephrasing. Does anybody here look like they work in the mine? Yeah. It's not good to ask if people in a bar look like miners. Um, unless you are a server. Or the bouncer. Yeah, you gotta card them. Yes. Card card your patrons before allowing them into a 21 and up. Yeah. This is a, a special PSA from the modifiers. Special PSA. Card your patrons. <laughs> if you're a server or, or a bouncer, card your patrons. All right, kiddos. Let's <laughs> keep going. Anyways, so it looks like it looks like anyone who may have been a miner has probably already headed out for the day. Anyone who looks like they would work in the mines has probably headed out for the day. Um, the patrons that are asleep at the bar... They look like uh, just drunks. Uh, the people eating breakfast look like tourists. And then the one person stumbling out uh, looks like uh, some kind of shopkeep. I'm probably going to regret this. Can I trip this shopkeep? Okay, roll fierce. Okay, that's a two. I get stepped on. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you you attempt to trip the shopkeep, but you are just way too early, and uh, just pretty much run past them. And the shopkeep uh, continues to stumble out the door. Uh, I am going to meow out the door to uh, Apricot and Crodoroy to follow the shopkeep. And I'm gonna do some more investigation in here, and then start. I think I think I'm gonna start jumping on the laps of the drunk people and like trying to look through their pockets or something. Just checking anybody for a knife, looking for anybody with a knife. Okay. Uh, before that, Apricot and Croderoy, you hear from inside uh, a meowing from Tyler of, "Follow that shopkeep." Are you gonna follow the shopkeep? Yeah. I follow the person. I, I think Tyler says, that guy looks really shady, the one leaving. So, I don't know. May, may, maybe he has something? I, w- I would follow him. God, you talk a lot. Sorry. I'm sorry. Apricot, are you following? What are you doing? What What are you doing to this perhaps shopkeep? I mean, I kind of... Does he look like he's walking with a purpose? He's stumbling. But he looks like suspicious. He would look hungover if he wasn't still drunk. Interesting. I don't know what that means. You don't. Um, I'm gonna try and trip him. Okay, roll me fierce. <laughs> okay, that is a seven. All right, so as he's exiting the stumble hut, you dart in front of him and get tangled up in his feet, and he uh, he falls to the ground uh, with a ah. Now what? I check his pockets, obviously. All right, so you start start patting him down, checking his pockets. Uh, you find a couple of coins, a dirty handkerchief, and then uh, some keys. Ooh, I like keys. I take them. <laughs> you now own a shop. Okay, cool. I come back over to the to Croderoy, and I'm like. So, uh, not to brag, but I'm kind of the best at this. And I just, like, have the keys in my mouth. Okay, um, I guess we have a, to run a small business now. Okay. I mean, like, if things don't pan out, like, with the whole, uh, figuring out the murder thing, like, at least we have that. Yeah, um, 
It could be a nice sequel to our journey, I suppose. If these guys don't show up in uh, Diamogen part four or part five or something, I'm gonna riot. All right, so. That's all I got, okay. man. Okay. <laughs> all right, well. Tyler said to follow this person and I followed them so well that I knocked them down. Yeah, you knocked them so. down, stole their keys, and Tyler. So while this goes on, uh, you're gonna start patting down the drunkards at the bar. That is correct. Are you trying to be sneaky about this? Yes. Roll me another sly. Okay. It's gonna be higher because you're physically touching these people. Uh, that is an eight. Okay. You met what I said. Okay, so... (laughs) Bastard. Um, so you start patting down these drunk people passed out at the bar. Um, in their pockets, you find coins. You find, um, used tissues. I stuffed some coins in my floof. Uh, you find cigarettes and matches. (laughs) I stuff a cigarette in my floof. Oh my god. And you find a bunch of lint and some string. But no sign of any knives or anything. No knives on the drunkards. Okay. Then I jump off the drunkards, uh, making a ching noise of uh, both coins and cigarettes knocking around in my floof. Oh yeah, cigarettes, the classic ching noise. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna need the coins to open our small business, you see. So I'm just planning ahead. I think if nobody here looks suspicious, then I'm just gonna join the other two. Does anybody look suspicious? Um, I'd say no. It's just a small tourist family. The drunkards, now the shopkeep is gone and has lost his likelihood. Yeah, okay. Then, uh, I'm gonna sneak out. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead, you slip on out. Uh, you see a couple feet away, the shopkeep is on the ground, his pockets have been emptied, and then you see your fox friend and your crow friend talking with keys in the fox's mouth. Hey guys, I, I got us, um, god, I forget what they, these were called. Uh, it was like, money? Mon- the shiny gold things. Oh, okay, shiny cool. Gold things. I don't think that's very useful, but, uh, okay. Um, I got these things that open doors. I know They're what a door is. They're also shiny. They're also shiny, and I actually have more than you do, so... That is true. I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we found anything that we actually need here. But just in case, we do have, like, you know, we have a shop now. I think we should go to the mines. I've already been there. I think, well, I think we should all go and check it out. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, Croderoy... You know, I don't know if I want to take your word as law, um, because I have a feeling you probably didn't, like, search that hard. Okay, Corridor, Um, I would like it to be known that she does not speak for both of us. Uh, I think you did a great job. Thank you. I'm glad at least one of you respects my station. Oh, I mean, like, I would respect your station, like, if you proved that it could be respected, you know? But that's just me. Slap you? Fierce. You don't roll? have hands. Can I wing a slap you? Roll fierce. Try me, bitch. All right, that's an eight. Okay, if you want to dodge, I, roll quick. Okay, I I got an eight. So you got the same score. Yeah. All right, you guys start a slap fight, but you're not actually hitting Fine. each other. 
that's that that is the most perfect outcome. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are guys, you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? You really don't have time tongue. for this, guys. <laughs> it's what you get when you disrespect royalty. Okay, but you're disrespecting me every single day that you exist. So can I hey, can hey, I real hey, quick hey, to like apricot, apricot, fickle. Okay, fuck you, fuck you. Okay, she liked me better. I'm just can saying, Seraphina liked me can better. Can I real quick oh, no. or fierce to like run in the middle of them and just have one of those cat freakouts where the cat just goes like and like he's yeah, jumping roll, up in his own space. Roll quick. That is a six. Uh, yeah. So you dodge in between the two and uh, flail around a bit. Okay, so I'm so sorry about that. We really do not have time for this. I miss having feet and hands and have a date on Friday. So let's go. Fine, but only to only as a way to respect Serafina's memory, because she respected me. Okay. I mean, like she was like nice and stuff or whatever. So I guess for her. I fly off in silence toward the mines, toward where I know they're going. <gasps> the drama! But I do make it very dramatic. <laughs> oh my god, our um, party is fractured. Tyler just walks ahead of Apricot following Croydoroy. Okay, like, I, I think that this is Apricot, like, catching up to him. Like, you don't understand. It is, it is like, really hard to be a fox, okay? Um, I have to, like, put on this specific air that everyone thinks that I have. Because, you know, everyone thinks that, oh, foxes are so smart. They're so cunning and sly. And, like, they're always, like, tricksters and stuff. Like, I have to be that. Otherwise, people are going to put me in that box anyway. So, okay. uh, am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? No. Okay, so this, to, to me, this sounds like ultimately a personality thing. Uh, a self-discovery thing. And I think you will eventually learn that you don't have to be the fox everybody expects you to be. I mean... But we don't have time to get into that right now, so let's go. I mean, like, I think this is as good as time as any because uh, both of our legs are very short. Okay, well, uh, I actually, actually, if we have, if we want to, I, I was studying to be a therapist at Johnson Community College. I could, we could have a session while we walk up. Wait, Hurry oh my god. fuck up, you quadrupeds. See, oh. this is what I'm talking about. He thinks that he's, or uh, gender slash I, I've pronouns. I've been going with he, but like all pronouns, I'm a burden. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, because like they they think that they're so much better than than me or like anyone else. Interesting. And like I am just trying to live my life. And, you know. And why does Crodoroy feeling better than you affect you so much? Because like obviously it's wrong. Because obviously I'm like a worthwhile fox you know like i'm just living my life like i was a good i was a good familiar okay i was and crodori feeling good about themselves affects you because i don't know like, <gasps> these are the things we have to think about know. in our sessions <laughs> oh my god you're like actually kind of good at this oh my god thank you so much like i, I really <laughs> i really want to be a therapist in the future uh, okay but, but no let's keep going let's keep going okay We're but like when we get this stuff. fixed up like this is yeah, like, when we get this fixed up, we're totally going to continue these sessions, yes, but, like, um, this would be a really good thesis for you. Wait, really? Um, I don't know what that is, but I heard you talking about a thesis before. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can we just cut it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad that this is happening and Crodoroy gets none of the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Crodoroy wanting to, to therapize? No. 
what? No, I'm better than that. So we arrive to the mines, and and, uh, and Tyler is getting at the last bit of, of their therapy session. And you have to remember that you are the fox that you want to be, not the fox that everybody wants you to be. And that I am the fox that I want. And that be. takes time to learn. It's okay to take that time. Now this does end our session. We'll meet again. Stop soon. your yammering! You took too long. Oh my god! Shut I, up! Oh, We're trying to solve a murder. Apricot, remember what we said. Don't let it affect you. <sighs> Don't let it affect you. I understand that we're all having heightened feelings right now because our witch is dead. Okay. Um, this is really important to me, and I will do my best to respect you as long as you do your best to respect me. Okay. So good. How about that? So good. Was that good? So good. Was that good? Oh my okay. gosh. So good. Okay. See, like he's impossible to talk to. No, no, no. See, you did good, and now you don't have to worry about it. We're, okay, let's all go in. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Murder stuff, murder stuff. <laughs> so, basically, that happened. And then you you, you arrive at the mines. Uh, do you guys go into the mine? At this point, there's not really a stream of miners entering the mines. At this point, it's it's pretty much everybody's in and has begun work. Um, is there like a, like a, a room in there? Or is it just like old timey mines? People just go in and work. I mean, there was the circular room with the three options, right? Yeah. So it's basically like a round room with like three different ways. There's a, a hole with a ladder going down. There's a doorway of the door and like a ramp past it. And then there's the mine cart going off to a smaller, narrower tunnel to the right. Okay. The middle option, maybe? The thing with the ramp? Is the door closed? No, the door's open. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Okay. Are you trying to go down the ramp stealthily, or are you just going? I can peek ahead stealthily if we want to, like, make sure nobody's gonna see us. Okay. Give me a sly. Oh, hell yeah. That is a 12. So peeking ahead down the ramp, um, you see that it looks quite long and it's going it's going down and kind of zigzags back and forth. And somewhere near the bottom there is uh what looks like some kind of light, some kind of firelight, kind of like softly humming. But no people. Uh you don't see people, but you can hear sounds in the distance that suggest the presence of people. Tyler's gonna give a all clear so far to the group and sneak up in this area. And check out this area, rather. Um, so there's a f- fire, right? Yeah, there, there seems to be some source of fire or light down there. Do you, do, do you guys want to, like, check it out? Like, the, the, it seems like there might be a fire source. And I, and Apricot, I know you're really good with fire. And you might be able to check, figure something out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm good with fire in the sense that, like, I can set myself on fire. And, and also other things. On fire. Perfect. So you have experience with fire. You could say that. Uh, Crodoroy, how are you feeling about this direction? I don't typically enjoy going into confined spaces, as I am king of the skies, but I will do what is necessary to avenge the death of my mistress. Amazing. This communication here is wonderful. Let's get going. Uh, and I guess we all continue towards the light source. Okay. Uh, 
uh, you guys begin heading down the ramp, uh, which has uh, varying inclines as you go. Some a little steeper, some a little shallower. Um, as you continue to go, uh, it's quite dark. Um, you are definitely getting this sense of like dirt, and you can feel the grime on your paws or or the dust particles in the air on your wings. Uh, as you continue to move downwards, and eventually you get to what feels like the bottom floor, where the incline kind of evens out, and it looks like there's a doorway at the end of a hall uh, into another room. That's where this this kind of pulsing firelight source seems to be located, and you also hear a, a steady clinks, uh, multiple clinks coming from different sources, but having steady rhythms. Uh, kind of combating each other. Okay. Um, so that's kind of weird. Um, I guess we... Do you want to check it out? I mean, I will say, Crotoroy, you are good at, like, checking in first. You're, like, good at doing, like, skies above thing. If we're being generous. Flying is a little bit more difficult in this confined space, but I can... I, I'm still mobile. I can sneak around. Okay, roll me a stealth. Uh, what would that be? Sly? Sly, yeah. Alright, that's a six. So you manage to kind of uh, duck through the top of the doorway and back up. Um, it is a very large room with very, very, very high ceilings. I'm talking stories tall. There's levels of scaffolding around the walls of the room. And it looks like there are a shit ton of miners kind of like clinking away at these walls, kind of getting in deep and then pulling uh, chunks of coal out. I don't actually know what a mine is like, I'm guessing. Uh, I've had vodka and I, <laughs> I've only been in a cave before, um, but not like a mine. I don't know what's going on, but that's what it looks like right now in this particular mine. I've been in a mine. Um and my brother works in mines, and I have no idea if you are right or not. Sweet. <laughs> I hope no uh, one knows. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a solid probably not, but also I don't know enough about mines to totally refute that. <laughs> so that's what you discover when you fly into the room. No one seems to really pay mind to you, at least just yet. Um, there are torches along the walls, uh, every couple of miners that kind of light up the work that they're doing, but it is pretty dim in there. Um, and you notice that there does seem to be a door at the other end of the room, but you'd have to cross the entire room to get there. Um, I'll, I'll skip along. Yeah, uh... I'll do a little hippity hop, a little flutter. So are you, are you going through the center of the room? Are you going around the sides of the room? Like, what's your strategy here? I think I'm gonna, like, stick toward, like, the the perimeter, but, like, toward the ceiling, so I'm kind of flippity-flappity. It is a, a very large room that is multiple stories high. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I definitely uh, keep above human head level, though. So if anyone's, you know, walking by, they can't just swat at me, because that would be rude. I am royalty. There are multiple levels of scaffolding, with humans on each level kind of going up. Oh, okay. I cross the room, though, just trying to avoid people in general. 
Is anyone else going as well? Uh, I, I can go too. I can cross the room too. Okay. And that was a nod from Holland. Yeah, I'll I'll bring up the. I'll be the okay. last. Everyone, roll me a sly and know that it does have potential for danger points. That's a six. Eight. That's a two. Aww, at a danger point. Okay, uh, Holland, what's your danger at right now? At one. It's at one, and same for you, uh, Willow. We. And Bride, you don't have any danger, do you? Nope. Okay, good to know. So just a reminder, if you ever roll equal to or under what your danger points currently is at, you're in serious trouble. But for now, uh, you guys go ahead and you begin crossing the room. Uh, once you're getting closer to the door, you do hear someone behind you going, Hey, what was that? I mean, you can't understand them. So you hear a human go, bah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so you guys get to the door. The door is closed. So there's a door. It's not open, right? Not open. Can it I closed. magic try to turn the knob again? Sure, you can roll a, a d10. Knowing that if you fail, it will add a danger point. Well, could I? Would it be? Would I be able to open it as a cat or no? You can try. What would I roll for that? I'd have you roll fierce, because that to me is like the most strength-seeming stat, and you would need en- enough strength to jump up and hit the doorknob in a way to turn it and push open the door. Okay, let me try that first. Uh, that's a nine. Okay, so. You jump up, uh, smacking the door handle, and the door does manage to open. Ow! Got it! Did it! Let's go. So you guys slide in through the door. I'm assuming all three of you go. I hippity hop on in. As you enter, uh, the door closes behind you, and you're in a dark room that seemingly is empty, but you can't really see anything that's uh that's in the room do cats and foxes have night vision yes but if you want me to do something about it i can also create flame and just like hold my hold my tail up uh i guess they do have i guess they're are they i guess they're nocturnal um again florida public school education i don't fucking know what's nocturnal and what's not i just googled uh crows do not see well in the dark okay I know about my character. Cats cannot see in absolute darkness any more than we can. Okay, and then can foxes... Uh, foxes are great nighttime predators because their eyes are specially adapted to night vision. Bitch. Okay, so Apricot the bitch can see, but I guess the other two cannot. Why can't I see? I mean, cats definitely, they can see in the dark. Yeah. But they can't see in absolute darkness. It's very, very dark in this room. Nothing can because... Absolute darkness is absolute darkness. It's absolute. It's absolute. Absolutely. It means there's not even a crack of light from the door, which there it would be impossible. If only we had a light source. I set my tail on fire. All right, roll me a d10. That is a seven. Okay, your tail goes up in flame and you can see the room better. Now, there's no living presence in this room currently. However... It does seem to be some kind of lair. There are a couple of desks with papers strewn about. Uh, there's some papers tacked to the wall. Uh, there's some red strings going about from here to there. 
Uh, definitely some human markings kind of made onto the paper. Unfortunately, none of you can read. Um, but perhaps with some good enough clever checks, you might be able to figure out whatever this human was trying to communicate on these things. I'm on it. As I am a crow and can fly, I uh, can fly up to get a better view of the walls and what all the nonsense that's all that's tacked onto it. So I will do that clever roll, if I may. All right, that's a nine. Okay. All right, so looking across uh, the walls, there's definitely some drawings and such that you recognize. Uh, For one, having a good aerial view, uh, you recognize the map of Dundun Spirindundun, and uh, you you see that uh, for sure that this city has a couple of markers on it. One is the mine, one is the witch's home, And then there's another mark on the other side of the city, closer to the shore, because this is uh, a seaside town. I'm just deciding. I mean, I'm not saying it now. It's it's a seaside town. You you recognize that uh, there are some lines going. There's a circle around the mark uh, where the, the mine is. There is an X over the witch's house, and there is an arrow towards the uh, the spot closer to the shore. You see that there is a picture of a knife um, and then also a picture of what appears to be some kind of potion uh, with lines drawn to it and then some kind of human squiggles next to it. Um, and it appears that there is another diagram on the wall that has a very poorly drawn picture of the witch. It has an arrow pointing to her heart region, um, and it has uh, some more human squiggles. So it appears that locations of significance, Serafina's home, the mines, the seaside location, um, it seems like there is a knife documented here. Um, with the target being Seraphina's heart, which is where she was stabbed. And uh, it appears that there may be some kind of potion involved in all of this hijinks. But currently, there is nobody here in this lair. Alright, I relay this information to my co-workers. It seems that there's a, a third location that we should investigate. I think I think it's closer to the shore. Maybe it is the home of this witch hunter, um, evil person who has killed our mistress. They were after the witch's heart, which, so, you know, that's where they stopped her. There's mention of a knife and a potion. There's a potion involved. Don't know if that's something that they were trying to brew themselves or something they were trying to take off of Serafina, but I think we need to check out this other location. Okay, I mean... Yeah. You would think that if they needed, like, a potion or something, they would have not like, killed her? Like, asked her? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really but understand like, these people. No. No, people are... The, I don't understand people. They're... And I'm very smart. They're, they're not all bad. I mean, it's just... These people specifically are, like, not deniably bad. Are, but... I would just say, like, less murder, you know? Yeah. 
less murder equals good. That's what Serafina told us. Yeah, that did take me a bit. Is that why you push people away because you don't want to murder, uh, Crotoroy? <laughs> but um. I think that's a yes and also a deflection. For the audience, a, a group of crows is called a murder of crows. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> so yes, we go investigate that place. Okay. So you guys begin making your way out of the uh, the mines, um, up that long ramp again, and uh, and out of the mines. You you begin making your way across town, passing Serafina's home. And her body, again, right in the middle of the street, because um, people are avoiding her. And, uh, and to the, the other side of town, near the shore. Um, now, Croderoy, you you remember where this mark was, and it was just past the seaside cliffs. Um, so do you guys make your way towards the, the beach on the other side of the cliffs? Yep make our way to the third location. Could we ask, like, a fellow woodland creature that we know knew the witch, like, to watch over her body? I I still feel bad about leaving her just, like, out right in the middle of the street, alone. Uh, so you see an owl nearby, uh, chewing on a mouse kebab. Yep. How did he kebab? Never mind, that looks delicious. Uh, I think Tyler goes up to the owl and just is like, uh, Hey, you were friends with Serafina, right? Uh, she helped your wing when it broke that one time? Who, me? Uh, yes, I, I do believe that uh, Serafina and I were good friends. Honestly, I gotta tell you, so many people depict you as starting every sentence with who really feel bad that I said it wasn't how you spoke. Uh, that's egg on my face. Um, so could you watch over Serafina while she, she's currently dead? But uh, we're, we're working to make that not a thing anymore. Uh, could you watch over her body? Sure, dude. Oh, wow. That was a lot easier than I expected. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that looks delicious, by the way. How did you kebab the... Re- I don't have time for this. All right, bye. Uh, the owl flies down and sits on top of the dead body and continues eating the mouse kebab. Hey, Tyler, did you ask how we kebabbed the mouse? Never mind, we don't have time for this. I really wanted to. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta yeah, I mean, but it's just like, it's just like, real. okay, yeah, no. All right, so you guys keep going uh, past the past the seaside cliffs. Uh, in which you see uh, a human standing on top of the cliffs uh, with uh, the wind blowing back their their long fur very dramatically. Perhaps they're just having a moment to themselves. But on the other side of the cliffs, uh, you see that there is indeed a cave on the cliffs. The seaside cliff cave, if you will. Will you? We will. Inside the cave, there is a human, uh, sitting and sharpening a knife. How short are they? They're sitting down. It's a pretty short, then. <laughs> is there something on the... Is there, like, a table in front of them? Uh, no, they're kind of... They're sitting on a rock inside this seaside cliff cave. Uh, just kind of, like, in front of a fire, just sharpening their knife. Just 
at it. Tyler would like to use his unseen hand and throw a rock to make a noise in the back of the cave. So they get up and turn the opposite way. Okay, roll a d10. Fuck yeah, that's a nine. All right, you manage uh, to grab a, a small rock with this invisible hand and shuck it to the back of the cave. Uh, the human stops sharpening their knife and stands up, turning around, knife in hand. Are they short? Yeah, they're short. You son of a bitch! Let's go in it. Should we just attack? Uh, Tyler's gonna launch onto the onto their um their knife hand and try to like scratch it out eyes. of them. All right, roll me a fierce. I'm going for their ankles so they trip and fall. Also, yeah. roll me oh. a fierce. Crotoroy's going for the eyes. And another fierce. That's a five. Also, these are all dangerous. Okay, these are all dangerous. Okay, add another danger point. Crotoroy. I got myself a seven. Okay. Four. Add a danger point. Okay, it's my first one. But that's Willow's second. So if Willow rolls a two or lower. Um, so you all launch for this human. Uh, and basically the only one who's able to make any contact is, uh, Apricot. So Apricot, what are you doing to this human? Um, I am going for their ankles to kind of dislodge them from sitting and kind of just get them on the ground, um, and off balance slash off kilter. Um, but also like scratching up their ankles if I can. Yeah, so uh, they kind of uh, jerk forward once they feel uh, feel your teeth slash claws on the, the back of their uh, Achilles tendon, and they, they lurch forward and attempt to, to get their balance back. Uh, they are off balance now, um, but the other two of you don't quite uh, make a mark, um, but everyone can go ahead and, and figure out their next move, and then we can roll again. Yeah, launching for the knife hand again. That is a seven to launch at the hand and try to get him to drop the knife. Okay. Anyone else? I would like to try um, uh, perching on the person's head again and just pecking at their eyes. Okay. So but, like can... definitely digging my talons into their scalp. Perfect. Just to so get nice and in there. Again, roll another fierce. And uh, Apricot, what are you doing now that they're off balance? Um, I'm trying to instill fear in them, so I'm gonna start, uh, barking, and to those who may not be, uh, in the know, when, uh, foxes bark, it often sounds like a woman slash child screaming. So that's what a fox says. Yes. It, it, it ah! truly does sound like a baby crying slash a woman screaming. It is terrifying. That's true. I've seen them on TikTok. Yeah, they. I mean, I've had them in my my back, my parents' backyard before, um, here and there. Which, first of all, like, no, thank you because we have cats. And second of all, I truly woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, someone is being murdered outside. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's just a fucking fox. Damn it, guys. So when what does the fox say came out, you were like, I know what it says. It says ah. Yeah, no, that it it is correct when it goes literally like ah, like that kind of thing. I don't even know if that picked up, but you know, it. it seemed like a good impression, yeah. actually. All right, so roll a fierce for a that six. too. You rolled a six, okay? I rolled myself a ten, so I got a twelve. So unfortunately for this this person, 
Um, all of a sudden, uh, so they, they find themselves off balance. Um, a cat is clawing at their hand, trying to get them to drop their knife. Uh, a crow is landed on their head, digging their talons into his scalp, while also attempting to, uh, peck out his eyes. And, uh, a fox is screaming from behind. Screaming and, like, trying to, like, claw and continue to scare. Okay. So this human naturally falls down, uh, drops the knife, and kind of tries to shield their face away from you. Alright, I, I pick- uh, I, I grab the knife in my hand. Oh, I was good. Okay, come here. Or in my, in my mouth. Sorry. You, you can if no, you want. No, you said it first. It's okay. Uh, I can do something else. We said it at the same time, but I was saying it faster, because I zoom zoom do thing. today. Okay. I grab the knife in my mouth. Anyone else? I just keep pecking. And we kill that guy. <laughs> kill the bitch. So, the fox has the knife in the mouth, and you're going for... What What part of the body are you trying to stab right now? I don't know. I don't know human body parts. Just whatever is available. <laughs> you said that they fell down, so... Yeah, he fell down. Like the side or a leg or something. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh... Can I roll clever to see... I guess just a base. Do we have the right guy? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll clever. Uh, that's just a six? It does appear to be the right person. Hell yeah. Then I'm gonna help uh, Crotoroy and start, like, scratching at its fa- at their face. Grand. Uh, so everybody roll fierce. That's a nine. That's a- that is a hard three from me. So I'm guessing that's another danger point. Another danger point, and things are getting dangerous for you, my friend. Yeah, if I roll a three next time, I will be gone. But I'm a fierce king, is what I am. You are a fierce king. Um, I got a 12 again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I have a knife. Okay, so I Tyler... know how to use it. Tyler begins uh, clawing the face of this man. Ap- Apricot, do me a favor and describe how you stab this man to death. Um, quickly and without remorse. Just right in awesome. the Awesome. So this fox walks up to this man on the ground, who's getting his face scratched, and swings the knife in its mouth across its neck, and he dies. He's, you killed a man with a knife in your mouth and you're a fox. He's dead. You killed, he's dead. (sighs) (sighs) Did anyone else (laughs) feel like that felt a little too good? Oh yeah, it always feels a little too good. Um, Serafina has told us many times to probably stop murdering. Um, but like, but like, that's the thing. It's like, it comes so naturally. Yeah, sweet taste of vengeance. Honestly, this is not the first time she has died. Um, the first time that she has died in this uh, aspect. Um, so it was a bit confusing. Wait, so so that's why you guys weren't Let's freaking just get out? Her eyes. That's why you guys weren't freaking out in the beginning. I was, why didn't? I mean, she's a witch. She dies all the time. Why didn't no like, one tell me thing. this? Why didn't nobody tell me this was a normal thing? Hey, How hey, old do you think Tyler, she is? Seriously. Would you stop freaking out and help me get her eyes? Yeah, get I, can, eyes, I could do get that. Eyes. Uh, I take out like one claw and start like carving up the eyes. Just a Is that sly? I feel like that's sly. Um, we didn't bring a bag or anything. I, We're gonna have to carry this. Let's just say because he's dead, you go ahead, scrape out the eyes. 
How are you transporting them back to your witch mistress? I can hold them. Oh. I have talons. I was gonna say I could I hide them in my flute, but holding your talons would probably work too. Yeah. Also, it just occurred to me, maybe the village is suspicious of her less because of her and more because of every time she dies, we go and kill them. Yeah, and she does come back to life every time. Yeah. That well, is, anyway. that's on us. Um, that is on us. It's probably, it's not our fault. It's probably, no, like, it's probably it's fine. Not really. It's, yeah. They, I mean, the villagers, they still, they still kind of suck, right? Yeah, we're probably going to have to move again after this. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I think I'm not going to be able to go back to college after this. Uh, I mean, they right don't now. know it was you. They just know that a cat happened. True. Although I have, I'm just saying. I have been considering a new field of animal psychology, like you know, like an animal therapist. So yeah, we don't have whatever that yeah, is. Yeah. So ever. maybe um, you know, maybe being a cat isn't so bad. I would love to have my voice back, and I'd love to have my be able to understand people. But otherwise, maybe being a cat isn't so bad. Didn't you say there was a boyfriend? Oh my God, Damien! Friend that is a boy. I gotta become a human again. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. We'll we'll work on it. We'll we'll workshop it. Okay. So the three of you with two eyeballs leave a dead eyeless body in a cave with a knife in its throat and you fly back to town dripping body fluids and you head back to you, the Serafina whose dead body is still in the center of town with an owl on top of it who is no longer eating a mouse kebab. Finished, uh, finishes mouse kebab. So what do you, what do you guys do with the eyeballs? Just plop them down. That's, uh, that's usually it, right? You just, like, put it near the body? Maybe we should hide it so they don't, like, take it out. Or take it out of the way. Does she have eyeballs? Like, do we need to put them, should we put them in the stab wound? What is, what's the... I was, yeah, I was just gonna set them on her, on her chest. Let's see what happens if we do that. And then we guard her. All right. Yeah. That's usually what we do. Also, now that we're back at the body, uh, Tyler turns to the owl. How did you kebab the mice? Impale. Oh. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, we that does that. make yeah. sense. We that. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I really feel like I'm learning a lot today. I feel like the this is the um, this is the day that I've learned the most amount of things about like humans and just life. Besides the day that I binge watched Mean Girls with Serafina, um, that is actually the day that I started learning how to murder. Um, funny enough. Interesting. Um, I don't know if there's a correlation. Possibly, but, but ap- you're the therapist, not Abaca- me. <laughs> you've done some great work today. Learning how to murder was part of my uh, childhood. Day. I'm going Russian again. Never mind. Kombucha. Learning how to mur- learning how to murder was part of my childhood education. That makes sense for you. As a, as the king of the skies. Okay. <laughs> air to the air. Okay, so you guys drop the eyeballs on Serafina's dead body. Pink! <laughs> uh, the owl moves out of the way, taking his empty kebab stick with him. And it takes a second, but the eyes glow on her chest and seem to be absorbed by the stab wound. And after a moment, she takes a deep breath in and her eyes crack open. And she looks at you three and she goes... God damn it. Turn me back human! Yeah, you gotta stop getting murdered. Seriously. Her, her if, you, if you want us to stop murdering people, then you need to stop getting murdered. Her breathing is still labored as she lies on the ground and looks at you. 
I tidy up the scene. I, 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 uh, uh, so she's not too alarmed by the mess. I use my spell to tidy up the blood and the, the, uh, coal and everything on her. So she's nice and, nice and presentable. Alright, roll me a 1d10. I better not roll a 1. Okay, we're good. We're safe. I don't know what I add to that. I want to say clever. Oh no, it's just the 1d10 for the magic. Just straight? Uh, right, that's fine. That's a 6. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're able to, to clean up the scene a little bit. Um, Serafina is still lying on the ground as she looks at you. And, and she gives you kind of a weak smile and she says, I don't think we're going to have to worry about getting murdered again. I do believe the knife was poisoned. And I don't believe my resurrection will last long. What? Oh, come on. So listen to me. Tyler, I will turn you back human, but you have to keep my practice going. And mind my animal companions. It is time that I pass down my shop anyways. She looks, she looks at Apricot and she says, Don't be sad, my little fox. I've lived a very long time and I am tired. I would like to rest. Does that mean we're never going to watch Mean Girls ever again? You can watch Mean Girls as much as you like. Just think of me whenever Regina George gets hit by the bus. That does always remind me of you. Um. My, my sweet Croderoy, you've been very faithful. But I think you need to find... Your freedom in the skies again. Time I return to my crow kind. I agree. It's time to return and rule my crows. To rule the murder. She uh, holds out her hand towards uh, towards you, Tyler. And she plops the palm of her hand on top of your head. Gives you like a gentle little scritch. And then you feel like a warmth go through you, and you get taller again, and suddenly you remember how to read. <gasps> oh my god, it was the ugly duckling. <laughs> <laughs> End of session? Uh, Tyler looks in at the two animals next to him and says, Alright, uh, looks down at uh, Apricot. Well, I guess we have to learn a few spells, right? Yeah, I kind of want to learn something besides just being able to set stuff on fire. Uh, can I understand Apricot now? <laughs> to your surprise, you actually can understand the animals because Seraphina transferred her own magic to you when she returned you to human. And uh, as she lay there, her life force uh, draining, she, she gives you all a little smile happy that uh, you three are the legacy of her that will live on. Good night, sweet witch. Fly far, Serafina. Thank you for everything. Yeah, also, um, <laughs> Apricot just starts screaming in her little fox form. So it's just like bird cause and fox screaming. You know what? Uh, Tyler also just starts meowing. <laughs> you're okay. It's we. It's really weird that you're a human now. I know. Yeah, I'm we sorry. Have this, yeah, yeah, we're doing this full keening ritual. Were you always this tall? Like I got used to you being shorter. Yeah. Than me. No. No. I've always been this tall. I. Uh, I. 
I've kind of missed being a cat already. I've got to be honest. We got to figure out that spell first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, then maybe you can go like back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Really. Okay. Well, we have a plan. We have a plan. That'd be super oh, cool. Also, she's dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she is for sure already dead. Oh, cool. Um, I'm gonna give her a warrior's burial, like she would want her to be buried, and I'm gonna set her on fire. <laughs> It's a it's a Viking burial. Amongst the cacophony of grieving god awful sounds, <laughs> Serafina Guinevere dies in the street, a smile upon her face, no stab wound or coal upon her body, surrounded by three fucking idiots. And that <laughs> is the end of the witch is dead. Was that our? So we're gonna continue this, yeah. um, Somehow. Was that our mm-hmm. most unhinged episode? Because it might. That have was been. so unhinged. <laughs> hey, it's Willow again. Uh, you made it to the end of the episode. That's so great. I was gonna record and like write and record a fresh outro for now that we're done with year three, but I haven't gotten around to that yet. So let's see if I can just improvise all the points I need to hit. All right, number one, follow at Pod on social media. We're awesome. We're on. All the big boys. We're on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, the other ones. Um, so yeah, do that. Follow us. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash themodifiers. That's patreon.com slash M-O-D-I, the number five, E-R-S. You know, follow us, support us, and you'll get all sorts of really super duper fun bonus content that I release on our off weeks. And uh, let's see, uh, if you're not into uh, supporting us on Patreon, uh, first of all, rude, just kidding, you're still amazing. You can support us on Coffee. that's ko-fi.com slash the modifiers. Um, you can just do a, like a little small uh, one-time donation instead of committing to a monthly sort of a thing. It's great. Um, it's a great way to support us and thank you for that. Um, doop-a-doop-a-doo. What else have we got? Thanks for listening. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or uh, wherever you can leave reviews for Insorcelled, uh, leave, leave your name or whoever you'd like to receive a shout-out from and we will give you a shout-out at the end of our next episode. We haven't been able to do a lot of those because you haven't been reviewing us, but that's okay. You're gonna start doing that and it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a ton of uh, shout-outs for everyone as soon as you start reviewing us. Um, so we'll get to that. All right, and I think that is all the points that I need to hit, um, except for um, just like in general. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for all the support for the past, um, let's see, we've been doing this for what, two years now? Good God. Um, Thank you for everything. Thanks for supporting our little podcast that we're just so proud to be putting out into the world, and we're so glad you, you guys, like, you know, enjoy it. So thanks for that. Anyway, I think that is all. I'm going to record an actual proper outro for our next episodes, but this is what we have for right now. So have a wonderful day. Love y'all. Bye.